Greetings. This is Lynn August, November 2021, discussing the use of Dr. Ravici's lipids in prostate cancer. In April this year, a daughter of a 70-year-old man with prostate cancer emailed us. She reported her father, KG, had long-standing prostate enlargement, which had been monitored closely. Then in November 2020, now a year ago, his PSA and alkaline phosphatase were markedly elevated. His PSA was 940. Over 4 is high. And his alkaline phosphatase... 971 over 126 is high. This elevation in his ALKFAS is the result of extensive bone metastases seen on his scan. KG's only other significant medical history is a stint placed in 2018. Starting with the stint, he is prescribed blood pressure-lowering medications, a statin, and a tenolol. Lipid-bound selenium was recommended in April, one dropper approximately every 12 hours. This dropper can be placed directly in the mouth, on bites of food, or in the large end of a double-ot gelatin capsule. Why lipid-bound selenium? A simultaneous serum and red blood cell potassium, 4.3 and 94 respectively, indicates he is anabolic at the cell level. In anabolism, there is relatively more potassium inside cells compared to serum. In other words, there's an extra to intracellular shift in potassium. Our man's serum potassium is below 4.5, and his red blood cell potassium is greater than 90. Indications he is anabolic on the cell level. Lipid-bound selenium is catabolic on the cell level. Further, his bone scan showed lucent boned lesions. Lucent bone is less dense bone. Lucent bone lesions are anabolic lesions. Anabolic bone lesions are osteolytic, that is, bone is dissolved. Descriptions of bone metastases on scan reports are extremely valuable and reliable. The scans of a woman with breast cancer and bone metastases this year specifically describe lytic lesions and lytic destruction. Although she is not able to get a red blood cell potassium, these scans are definitive for an anabolic off-balance in cells. She is responding positively to lipid-bound selenium. Lipid-bound selenium for KG, yes, starting in April, 
and lipid-bound calcium was added a month later. Both are catabolic at the cell level. I chose lipid-bound calcium also because his serum calcium was low at 8.6. Since approximately one-third of serum calcium is bound to albumin, a low albumin will decrease serum calcium. Therefore, it is important to note his serum albumin was normal at that time. Dr. Avici found that the inability of anabolic cancers to utilize calcium favors their metastases. There is much more to say about lipid-bound calcium that we will cover in another podcast. When KG began lipid-bound selenium in April, his ALKFAS had already decreased from last November's 971 to 670. He had received two injections at the beginning of this year that decreased testosterone by antagonizing gonadotrophin-releasing hormones, LH and FSH. Additionally, he took an androgen synthesis inhibitor daily and a monoclonal antibody used for bone metastases monthly. Actually, KG's drop in PSA was more dramatic than that of his ALKFAS. His PSA of 940 a year ago dropped to 21 per a test in May. Then, on his August 30th lab, his ALKFAS and PSA are both normal. We are all surprised, especially his urologist and oncologist. A decrease was expected, yes, but slowly, not precipitously, and certainly not to normal. Words of caution are warranted. We have never witnessed improvements in actual tumors from lipid-bound selenium, as described here for bone metastases even when an extra to intracellular shift of potassium has been documented. Since lipid-bound selenium is used for cancers in conjunction with other therapies, improvements must be attributed to the protocol, not specifically to lipid-bound selenium. Likewise, KG received medications aimed at reducing his cancer. How does lipid-bound selenium work? Lipid-bound selenium oxidizes leukotrienes. Leukotrienes are metabolites of arachidonic acid. Dr. Ravici identified a fatty acid in the 1930s with three parallel double bonds that causes irreversible damage. Other pro-inflammatory fatty acids do not. Appropriately, Dr. Ravici called them conjugated trienic fatty acids. They were renamed to leukotrienes 50 years later, around the time a Nobel Prize was awarded to a Swedish scientist, Samuelson, for their discovery. The certainty 
that lipid-bound selenium oxidizes leukotrienes is strikingly evident in Dr. Ravici's successful management of opioid withdrawal with lipid-bound selenium. Lipid-bound selenium literally extinguishes and immediately the severe insomnia, diarrhea, vomiting, bone and joint cramps, and tremors of withdrawal, all due to leukotrienes. The role of leukotrienes in bone metastases is well documented in an online article published just six months ago. Five locks, also known as five lipoxygenase, is the enzyme that converts arachidonic acid to leukotrienes. This enzyme is overexpressed in tissue samples of patients with bladder, breast, esophageal, kidney, oral, pancreatic, and prostate cancer. Moreover, different types of leukotrienes have now been identified. Receptor expression of cystineal leukotrienes negatively correlates with survival of patients with prostate, breast, and colon cancers. High levels of another leukotriene correlates with tumor aggressiveness in prostate cancer. In recent decades, leukotriene receptor antagonists and synthesis inhibitors have been developed, often focused on the relief of bronchoconstriction in asthma. However, to date, leukotriene modifiers, as they are called, are not as effective as corticosteroids or beta-2 agonists plus steroids in the management of asthma. While leukotrienes are pro-inflammatory, even more so are the immune signaling molecules, cytokines, that leukotrienes release. Reports of cytokine storms, often deadly, led us to offer lipid-bound sulfur for COVID-19 a year and a half ago. Respiratory symptoms lessened immediately and often symptoms completely resolved within 24 hours. Due to censorship, we no longer offer our protocol for COVID-19. Nevertheless, LBS, lipid-bound sulfur, might be a leukotriene modifier, actually a leukotriene eradicator that mainstream investigators are seeking. As lipid-bound selenium alleviates opioid withdrawal by oxidizing leukotrienes, lipid-bound sulfur alleviates withdrawal from alcohol and tobacco also by oxidizing leukotrienes. Lipid-bound sulfur has proven valuable in reducing the severity and duration of colds, bronchitis, sinusitis, and flus especially in conjunction with Flamequel Plus and Glycerol. Flamequel Plus and Glycerol 
neutralize and therefore disable other pro-inflammatory eicosanoids. End note. Lipid-bound sulfur is invaluable in autoimmunity, where leukotrienes and cytokines play a central role in irreversible tissue and cell damage. I am available for consultations regarding the use of Dr. Avicii's lipids in any case, cases, with or without cancer, and regardless of diagnoses. Please call or email my office to schedule. And we invite clinicians to join us in collecting data on the use of Dr. Ravici's lipids. A few clinicians have begun using lipid-bound sulfur for long-haul COVID. We will report their findings as soon as available. Stay tuned. Catabolic bone metastases comes next.